0: How's it going, everyone? Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Music Reviewer Podcast. My name's Josh, and today we are going uh, through another album review. Um, I have for you guys the latest album by uh, Bully, titled Sugar Egg. Uh, This being their third full-length album uh, released on Sub Pop Records. Bully being the uh, solo project of Alicia Bognano. I don't think I said that right, but uh, yeah, this is a... Pretty fun indie rock album that um i mean I was slightly intrigued by, but uh yeah, I'm going to be covering it for you guys. And before we get started, I just wanted to let everyone know the latest album review out right now is that I did prior to this was the Killers album, Imploding the Mirage. Um, that one I had some mixed feelings on. Um, overall, I thought it was um, a decent for what it was, but I had quite a lot to say on there. And if you're intrigued by any of the Killers music or my thoughts on that, uh, go ahead and check that episode out. And uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get started on the album review today. So, for those of you who are not aware of uh, Bully, they are a solo uh, project of producer and singer-songwriter Alicia Bognano that was formed in Nashville in 2013. Um, up until recently, they did have uh, two other band members that filled in on bass and drums. Um, but it's always been, uh, quite straightforward that Alicia Bognano is the main artistic driving force behind this outfit. And she has an interesting background. I think she, uh, went to college for audio recording and graduated with a degree in that from, um, uh, middle Tennessee state. And after that actually ended up working as an intern in Steve Albini's studio in Chicago, which, um, that is, uh, quite an achievement in itself, I think, if you're able to, uh, find yourself in that situation. Uh, Albini's a pretty busy producer, especially in the rock genre, mainly like the punk side of things. And I guess Albini over the years, um, has touched some pretty prominent things, like one of Nirvana's albums. Um, I'm not too knowledgeable on uh, all his uh, other credits, but. But I do know he did have a uh, impression on me with the album Attack on Memory by Cloud Nothings. I believe that was released in 2012. Around that time, I I was getting introduced to so many different things and discovering so many different bands. Um, But yeah, that was an album that has stuck out with me over the years, and it made me into a, I guess, somewhat of a fan of the band Cloud Nothings. Um, nothing since then that I think they've released has been as good as Attack on Memory, but <clears throat> uh it's quite apparent that uh she might have had some influence on this sort of sound um because one of the first things I immediately taught I thought about when I turned on this album was that it has a bit of a cloud nothing's kind of sound and production style to it, but uh, there's more reasons for that as well. Um, but nonetheless, um, uh, I thought that was interesting background because after you know working in the studio and being an intern. Um, Alicia, uh, apparently started recording her own music and demos and that it pe- eventually turned to the project Bully. And early on in the, I guess, beginning of bully, um, there was a limited cassette released, um, in 2014 titled milkman. And that eventually gained enough traction to earn a signing to a subsidiary of Columbia records and, uh, leading them to, uh, leading them to release their debut album, Feels Like, in 2015. Uh, I don't believe I was uh, knowledgeable of that album being released in 2015, let alone Bully. I will say that I might have ran into them and listened to the music around that time because that was around my college years where I was listening to so many different bands and things, especially in the indie rock genre. Uh, And Bully also does seem to have a a stark a stark similarity to bands that i was listening to around that time as well such as like speedy ortiz or cloud nothings um but then uh in 2017 they did release the record feels like on sub-pop records so they did change lab- labels which i think overall that's probably a good mood uh, a, a good move for them And both albums did receive positive critical acclaim um losing was an album i did actually listen to um right now uh, in preparation for this review uh because honestly i have not been an avid bully listener i think if if i wasn't reviewing this album um i might have not have gone back and listened to losing uh but overall I, i thought uh in comparison to this album sugar egg Losing is more of a stark difference primarily in the production, and that's probably attributed to Alicia doing the production uh prior to Sugar Egg. Um But overall, I got a sense that <clears throat> overall there's a more clear sound and uh, distinction, especially in the guitar tones and the way they sounded. It seemed like in uh, losing, she put a little bit more weight on the guitars and gave it distinct textures. Um I I'd say that it's also in losing, you get the stark similarities to a band like Speedy Ortiz, uh, throwing in like an unconventional, uh, use of lead guitar, especially in the melodic parts. And also like a similar vocal delivery to the front woman of Speedy Ortiz. And I'd say maybe losing even had like a, st- a small like hint of Pixie's influence. However, I think it came, it still kept much of the grit that, um, I later found on sugar egg. um, and I'd say that uh, Sugar Egg maybe didn't keep a lot of the a- experimentation and sense of abstractness that I found on losing. And honestly, that could have come from the lineup change uh, from the second to third album as well. I'm not sure how big a role of the writing process was changed. I'd say the loss of the rhythm section uh, from one album to the other uh, could have possibly affected the writing style. Um but yeah, in Sugar Egg, it is worth noting that Alicia Bognano uh, did not contribute to uh, the production solely. And uh, there was two other producers that touched this album. And of course, Alicia performed everything but the drums. And uh, I'd say it's a, it's a pretty stark change in the sound. Um, especially with me coming in as uh, listening with fresh ears. I don't really have a bias attached to Bully. I'd say immediately when you look at the producers, uh, John Congleton and Graham Walsh, uh, specifically one of them, Congleton, and I'd say that it's quite apparent that Congleton has a certain way of going about his mixing and his production, primarily in the guitar sounds, Um, and you can definitely get that right off the bat what the intro track added on um i will say overall sugar egg though uh, i did find it to be a uh, an album with uh, highlights uh, all throughout it i really think it was a a nice project um, i really think that a lot of the angst and energy is still there on much of uh, much of the time i did uh genuinely enjoy much of the album um but uh, immediately with the track added on uh i immediately get a lot of similarities to uh, a track from maybe one or two cloud nothing's al- uh, albums even in the production um and maybe some slight similarity to the band white lung as well especially with like the vocal delivery of alicia Bognano. um I like the instrumental breakdown that this uh, track features. Uh, I feel like that, and it has that specific part in the song has the most similarity to Cloud Nothings. And I'd say there's a good reason with that. John Congleton was on the production on Here and Nowhere Else, the second album of Cloud Nothings, uh, which early on in Cloud Nothings' career, uh, this sound was fairly. I guess, consistent. Um, And then we go over to one of the highlights I feel on this album, the second track, Every Tradition. Um, This track, in my opinion, had more clear guitar melodies. It makes a point to have like an opening guitar hook as well. I like the clean guitar tone that is used in much of the track. Um, There's more of a straightforward strong strong uh, song structure as well. And it's more of an accessible sound. Uh, I like the rim hits in the drum track as well the nice melodic bass lines that peek through uh, here and there. Um, Even though it has like this distorted sound overall, there's like a smoothness in the overall texture of the track. So, uh, on every tradition, uh, I did enjoy. Uh, I did start enjoying this album, and that level of enjoyment started staying consistent going to the third track where we start, uh, which featured a uh, a fat and buzzy bassline groove in the intro uh, that's really punchy. Uh, and then there's some heavily heavily distorted guitars following along with that bass groove. Eventually, when the guitars are introduced, some shouty and raspy vocal lines from uh, Alicia. Uh, there's uh, melodic guitar lines thrown in that color the chorus. Um, some melodic bass lines as well that are thrown in as the track develops. Um, I like the dynamic contrast in the vocals as long as, as the song develops as well. Um, the on-the-way-to-start refrain is quite memorable and earwarming. And I guess I would note on where we start, the in- the producer on here is the other one that only shows up for two tracks, Graham. Walsh. I'd say it is a little bit telling when you hear the production styles, uh, how they differ- differentiate. Um, I will say I'm probably more partial to Walsh. Um, but, uh, we'll just keep on going from there. Um, the track prism on well, the four track is quite good as well. Um, there's a bass groove that structures the track. Uh, it's the tone on that bass sounds pretty dirty and distorted. Uh, overall the track has more of like a relaxed sound, not nearly as much tension. There's a steady drum groove that helps the track, uh, that gives the track some character. The snare hits are always present and clear. I did enjoy that part as well. There's some nice clean guitars in the verses as well. Um, but there's like an overdriven guitar tone that immediately just goes in to dominate the chorus. And it's almost shoegaze-like. Um, the, the track also features some melodic clear guitar tones. That- and adding on to those clear guitar tones um they do come through a lot of times on the track and i do enjoy that uh it's a straightforward indie rock track i feel it's probably one of the most straightforward tracks on this album uh there's some pretty clear uh, there's some pretty and clear uh harmonies in the verses as well um i'd say the song does have a bit of a, a long run time so it It did grow a little stale towards the end, but I did enjoy the track. Um, Skipping over the track, You, I feel like the next track after that, Let You, was a highlight. Um, I enjoyed that clean melodic bass groove that structures the track. Uh, The drum track, too, hits nicely and it has presence. Um, There's uh, a sort of punk type of flair to this, especially in the delivery of those vocals. There's some enjoyable moments on those verses when the bass and the drums are isolated, uh, together. Um, there's definite some more, definitely some more cloud nothings influence here as well. Um, I would have liked to hear maybe some more louder presence and the rhythmic guitars, but overall I did enjoy that, uh, very angsty, uh, vocal performance on this track. On the next track after that, Like Fire, I didn't really think that was too much of a highlight, but I did like the hooky guitar rift in the chorus that plays off the vocals uh, on this track. Overall, I think it's decent. Uh, I feel like over the sound of the track overall has some really thin-sounding guitars, um, and I'm... At this point, I'm really starting to see the trend with Congleton's production. A lot of the guitars just kind of muddy up together. They sound thin and maybe a little bit buried at times, too. Just not very uh, distinct and prominent. Um and that's a like fire is a good representation of that, uh, stuck in your head. Uh, I did enjoy the overall tightness of the track. I like how the baseline just follows everything so well. I like the ghosty and eerie sounding backing vocals on here. The chaotic nature and mood of the track is quite good as well. This track dynamically is just a, a good shift. Um, it has moments where the guitar work sounds maybe like the first best album. Um, there's a bit of unpredictability in the course as well. I really dig that. Um, I think th- this track is probably the most experimental on this album. I like the rough color and the vocals as well. I feel like it should have been brought out a little bit more uh, in the, the mix. Uh, and then Come Down... Um, here, I kind of have the same issues with the production. Uh, it's it's really busy with all these guitar tones at once. It can be difficult to discern them in the choruses. Um, and I feel like this track tries to be overly emotional in its intent, but it doesn't quite hit on that either. Uh, The track Not Ashamed um, was a highlight as well. I did enjoy the angsty vocal delivery and the overall energy, the instrumentation carries, the tom hits on the drums can feel a little clunky, uh, but overall it's a nice and fast drum performance. And i'd really say the drum performance stands out on parts like the bridge uh, overall the track has like a pretty gritty texture there's a big wall of sound that comes from the guitars on this track um, i would have loved to hear like a more punchy bass tone on here uh, and overall it has a bit of like a white lung influence as well so i did enjoy that as well <clears throat> hours and hours uh, was another highlight I love the uh, clean bass riff that comes in in the intro uh, the nicely performed clean vocal part using the high registers Um, the drum track tastefully comes in with some light cymbal work giving the track like a a nice texture Um, there's some lovely melodic bassline colors that in the track that come in nicely as well and the track does a good job of building up anticipation before the chorus Uh, it's more of a better sell at the emotionally charged aspect of that so i thought hours and hours was a, a good track overall and then we're pretty much at the end of the album when we get to what i wanted um, overall the uh i kind of just have more issues with the production on here i like some of the nice clean guitar textures but i feel like the bass line was a little bit buried um and the the guitar leads the lead guitar lines were tattoo tad too thin um the the track does have, like, a bit of assertiveness, assertiveness to it, though, and I did think that it, there was some nice highlights, especially on the choruses when there's, like, an accented third beat. Uh, it gave the track, like, some distinction, and I, I did enjoy that part, at least. And uh, I did enjoy this album. Um, <laughs> I i'm just kind of torn on it i do enjoy it thorough, uh, overall like in its like songwriting uh and its uh performances and it's quite impressive that alicia Bagnano you know played this all by herself uh, and pulled off a uh, quite a concise album i feel like this was more straightforward and to the point um i guess just overall i just really wish like maybe there's more sonically it sounded differently but i understand that there's a multitude of reasons why that could have been um and i feel like this is a seven out of ten it's not a bad album i did enjoy it uh, on the same level of of a lot of things that i've been reviewing lately and i think it's better than like i guess like obviously like uh, taylor swift or glass animals last album So, uh, yeah, if you made it to this point in the review, uh, if you're interested, well, thanks for listening. First of all, and if you're interested in like some punchy, like punk inspired indie rock, uh, and some enthusiastic vocals, uh, this album might be for you. I think you might enjoy it. Um, if you're looking for something, I guess that is, uh, a little bit more, if you are, a fond of bully and you are a fan of losing i'd say you might not like this album but uh, overall I, I i did enjoy it so uh if you made it this far yeah thanks again for listening i'll be reviewing some more stuff soon and uh take care of yourselves